Mic check two one two. Hey 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 hey. Mic check two one two. What's up everybody? What up? What up? What up? How y'all doing? Hey, we <laughs> want to say welcome. Happy Wednesday. Yes, it's a yes. Wednesday afternoon right now when we're recording. So we just want to say happy Wednesday. Thank you for listening. Thank and, you for tuning in. And we hope that we're meeting you at a good time yes. in this week. And if we are not, we are going to tell you to stay with it. It's mm-hmm. going to get better. Um, and there's things always go on in life that just mess us up and mess our mood up. But it's cool though. Because everything going to be all right now because you're listening to us. <laughs> uh, for all the first time listeners, we want to say welcome and what's going on with you. Uh, Tori we'll, always likes to tell y'all. Oh, excuse me. Brace yourself. To brace yourself. I almost choked on my own damn saliva. <laughs> uh, brace yourself because we, we got a lot to say. <laughs> to our first time listeners, we don't have an intro. Mm-hmm. Uh, we haven't had one yet, uh, but we are looking for help. Um, and. Some of y'all, we're starting to believe that y'all just like us not having no intro. Fact, y'all, y'all just like it raw and to straight listen. to the point. Y'all continue to come just yeah. laughing and, and, share. and sharing. And we want to say shout out to all the returning listeners. Shout out to all our international listeners as well. Yeah. Uh, y'all keep helping us grow. Mm-hmm. Um, we're over 2,000 now subscribers, downloads. Uh, mm-hmm. So, And we are completing our second full month yep. of having a podcast and Watch the growth. Out. <laughs> has been amazing uh just the craft of us delivering this podcast yeah, learning um, finding new ways to, to know, connect with you all and to make sure our content is a one we trying to bring fire every single episode because mm-hmm. at the end of the day like when we first started we didn't know what we were doing Kim literally taught himself how to edit the um how to put it all together, of our recordings and how to utilize the equipment exactly the <laughs> marketing like we didn't know what like we had people like yeah your first episode like we can't really hear you or there was a this there was a that and it's like Listen, we got to start your somewhere. First one, like, your first one's never going to be your best exactly. one. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, you if start you want to judge somebody, you can't really judge a person off of one time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got to keep listening. You got to keep You got to see how seeing. consistent they are. Yep. You got to see if they're going to get better yep. at where they lack that. So it's like, man, hey, if you judged us early... Judge us now. I See, swear, tell facts. me, what my, tell me, tell me what the audio quality's like now. <laughs> tell me what, tell me what uh, the content's like now. Tell me how the delivery is now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because if you could tell me how that is now, you are gonna be like, yo, y'all bringing that fire. Facts. I know we bring that fire. So let's get into it, babe. Facts. Let's no. get into it. So let's recap this thing. Uh, last it's week episode was episode fourteen. Episode fourteen. Title. Fundamentals. Yes, yes. So we all got it. Everybody, we all everybody know fundamentals. If you don't know what fundamentals are, we're gonna discuss that. If you don't have any fundamentals that you follow, we're gonna discuss some that you should probably follow. But, uh, but we know fundamentals are very, very important. But mm-hmm. before we do that, let's recap last week um, yeah. and just everything that's went on yesterday and just period what happened this past weekend let's do a recap uh brianna taylor let's start yeah, let's there. start there because um when we release the podcast now we release it like uh on wednesday like later in the day so by the time the verdict got back to us about brianna taylor um we had already had the podcast out so we didn't get a chance to really have um an opinion about it or even share our thoughts in the heat of the moment but um, when I found out about it, Keem was actually the one who told me what the end result was. And I kind of just froze. I was in a move. Um, I was on a move, like uh, just running errands. And, you know, he called me and just kind of told me what the verdict was. And I just froze. And I didn't even know what to say, what to do, what to think. Um, and I got a, a, a load of emotions that just kind of came over me. And part of me felt like, was it being what were they selfish? And I say that because I was thinking of Breonna Taylor, but I was also thinking of who else that could have been like myself, like my sister, like my friends, my mother, anyone in my family. So um, it really caused some serious reflection for myself and made me really just uh, realize how much I need to pour into myself this week and make sure that um I am giving myself those positive affirmations that I'm in a, a good state, good mind, because we had a hectic week. But um, when it comes to the Breonna Taylor um, verdict, I am deeply saddened. And I'm so sorry that her family has to go through um, the things that the, the media, let alone um, what they're putting them through in their own city and state. Um, what I did realize, though, is that we as as people and I'm not. And when I say we, I mean me, mm-hmm. too. Um, 
we didn't even bother to do our research on this attorney general that had the case. Like we were all super excited. Like, yes, he's black. He's for us. He's for the people like he's down. But none of us took the due diligence to realize who he was endorsed by. And notice that he was a scrub. A super scrub, like donkey of the day type scrub of, of the year. He's a scrub. Of the year. Because why do you, how, how the fuck do you come from a black woman's vagina and may or may not, I don't know what his, his uh, relationship status is. If he is married and he's laying next to a black woman, like how do you even sleep at night knowing that that could have been her or your mother or your potential daughter or your niece or your cousin like how how do you sleep at night knowing that police officers in your neighborhoods that you're you're supposed to serve and protect that they can literally die at the hands of cops and nothing happens and stories is getting mixed up and this person shot and this person said that the police announced themselves and this pe- person said that they wasn't even dressed in police. Mm. Like, it's like so much. And I don't know it's it, it, how to decipher it from fake news and real news. Mm. But it's just the fact that nothing, the, the fact that um, remains that nothing has happened to her killers. And that's what it is. And it's still very much say her name because we don't we can't just stop here it doesn't stop because of what he said we Mm. still have to use our voice and that's all i have to say about that right now uh no surprise i'm i'm as sad as it is it's no surprise once again that america wants to slap us in the face with this i mean the fact that the matter is is that the cop literally got charged for damaging the walls never got charged for killing Killing. brianna but Mm. charged for damaging the walls and the real estate and the building and it's amazing that a building has more value than a black life uh Mm. you know the walls and the drywall has more value than the breath and lung and that was entering her lungs and exhaling you know what i'm saying Mm. and that's just crazy to me however um once again you know we got a scrub who's an attorney general scrub as fuck um you know in uh kentucky uh, we also have, you know, just a scrub uh, in the presidential seat. And Jesus. we will get to that. Uh, did y'all see that debate? <laughs> did y'all see that embarrassment? Literally two old niggas on the screen arguing, arguing in front of millions arguing. of people looking retarded. Literally attacking them like they in middle school. Like it was a going for the juggler. Like it's crazy. Talking but, about kids, like getting family members and, involved. And, and what I want to go with is uh, what I want to talk about when when it comes to the whole Breonna Taylor case in and of itself is is that no, the fight's not over. Um, we're gonna continue to push for justice. We're gonna continue to put the pressure out there. Um, because at the end of the day, there are still people that don't believe Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. There are still people that believe that Black Lives Matter is a political thing. You know what I mean? And it's, um, they and use it's, it when it's convenient. And, it, and it's not a political thing. This is not no political agenda. This mm-hmm. is not a, a political party. You know what I mean? It is literally a human rights movement that should just be there everywhere at all times mm-hmm. and the fact and that it's hard it for people it's fact that it's hard for people to really understand it mm-hmm. it, it sucks you know what i'm saying so yeah. but moving on uh to these crazy old dudes that was uh battling on the screen last Ow. night uh joe biden and uh uh president trump let me tell y'all something first and foremost uh when the question was asked to donald trump to you know condemn white supremacy Mm -hmm. donald trump failed to do that Mm -hmm. no surprise no surprise at all right because white supremacists are one of donald trump's biggest supporters yep why would they be one of his biggest supporters because he is a white supremacist Mm -hmm. right okay he wants to make america great great again yep right and the thing is is that when asked to condemn white supremacy he said proud boys Mm -hmm. stand down and stand by but hold on that mean but hold on though on top of the fact that remember when the person who was asking the questions 
told him that he didn't have to answer the question about yeah, race like if he didn't want to. the moderator gave him a way out. The fact Like, you don't have to answer this, President. What? Well, Chris Wallace <laughs> gave him a way out because by saying, if you don't want to answer this part of the question, that you is okay. You don't have to. Yeah. Nah, why did we give him a way out? Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like... At the end of the day, you know, he's there to sell mm-hmm. at the end of the day both of them they're there to sell mm-hmm. they're selling us all and, a dream which i mean and 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 by looking at the strategy mm-hmm. donald trump can give a damn about the black vote yeah he he doesn't he doesn't care <laughs> like he's cool with disenfranchising black people still he's still yeah. running on the same exact method yeah that he won on last time now will yeah. it win we'll know in about like a few weeks right if it if it's effective or not yeah. right but at the end of the day for him to have that moment where he wouldn't condemn white supremacy, that to me told me what it's going to look enough. like. Yeah, that told me enough about the future. The fact that he can dismiss of the question. Where the nation is headed. And yep, and the fact that he when, answered the way he answered. When or if he ends up getting reelected for office, yep. you can already see it now. Granted, watch this. Biden was also asked mm-hmm. a question yep. about Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. and, and the police. It. And Biden slipped right past yep. Black Lives Matter yep, but and said, the I'm in support of the police mm-hmm. and failed to talk about reforming or defunding the police. Yep. He failed to say that, but wanted to let everybody know I'm for good policing yeah. and, and for the police. Yeah. What about Black Lives Matter? Yeah, you, you still didn't. Right yeah, you did. That. Well, you know all of these killings are happening because of the police. So what are you so going to question, do for that? Right. And the question was, boo, was this. Why should the American people trust you with race issues? Yeah. If you can't even you answer can't even it. You can't even answer it. Yeah. So if you can't answer you don't the have tough a solution. You don't have a you solution. You don't have a solution. Exactly. He was exactly. there talking about Trump ain't got a plan. Yeah. Neither do you. You know what was fucked up, though? Because they both were going back and forth about the mere fact that you didn't do this for black people. You didn't do this for black people. Let's, let's take it back. Joe Biden. Yes. He had the 94 crime bill. He called us super he predators. He called it out, right? And Trump said he called you. Call Trump was like you called them super predators. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, Joe? Yep. Joe never defended himself. He didn't. He never was like, oh no. But he should have known. He that never even that said was a I tactic don't look- that was going to be used. He should have been prepared for oh, that. He, yeah, like you course. need to end, like this is going Trump to be important. Like a juggler. This is and with Trump, you don't know what the fuck he's aiming for. So it's kind of like you have to just be very much prepared for him being a child and going below the belt. I feel like that was their game plan though with the debate. It was to humiliate Joe. Biden. It was literally to humiliate him, but frustrate them, him. Yeah. It was he literally was a to get, get you under his skin. From his, Trump from came his out demeanor. on fire. Yeah, he did. As and a he child. came at Joe yep. on fire. He, Facts. When he came at his son, mm-hmm. Now we now it's we done personal. left the realm of political Facts. at this point. Now we're now personal. We, we now just we got personal. Mm-hmm. See, see, because now I can't focus. Because now you're talking about my son. How am I supposed to have a respectable exa- answer? Look, there's and one, that's how you're exactly. responding to me. I there's agree. one thing about political gamesmanship. Yeah, but it's another thing when it got when it get personal. Yeah, because now I got personal. Yeah, like bro, don't come at my motherfucking kids. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, don't come at my child. See, my biggest thing you know with, I mean? with them two last night saying who did what for black people. One, we're not no charity case. But two, the fact that, you know, Trump pointed out the 94 crime bill and what Joe Biden did. I think that it was um, it was the truth. He wasn't lying about that. But I think the thing that I hated the most is that, OK, Joe Biden and I'm not saying one one rule makes it better. One presidency makes makes the situation better. But to me, Joe Biden was putting us in jail, which is not allowing our families to grow, which affects our community overall and in the long term because the system was designed to hurt us, not allow us to develop. Right. So but with Trump, he's actually killing us, like literally allowing people to walk up to us and kill us in national broad daylight. No type of repercussions or any type of consequences to anybody's um, actions to hurting or killing black people. So Mm -hmm. who when you really think about it? Yes, we're we're in a world where. 
what people say we're in a lesser of both equals or whatever or or um neither we can't win either way but what we need to understand is voting needs to be a collective thing and not an individual thing. Individually, Trump cannot help us. Let me ask you a question. But Biden, and I'm not saying Biden can, but what I'm saying is look at it more on a collective scale more than just individually who you're ver- voting for. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. And, and, and this is a question for all of us. Just just a question. It's a tough question. Um. I want to play devil's advocate. So the question I have is what did you really learn from last night's debate and what, and if voting either way, does it really matter? You want me to answer? From after you learned from what, what did you learn from? What did you learn from last night? Mm-hmm. And then the second part of that question is good question. If voting either way, is there a wrong way to vote in this? Because after seeing the debate for me, and I'm not going to go in my answer, Def, I want you to really answer. Mm-hmm. After seeing the debate, mm-hmm. it kind of brought that second question up. Like, does it matter? Does it really matter which way you go? Just, just answer it. Okay. You know, but what did you learn from that debate? One, I learned they're childish as hell. Two, I learned that you could do anything you put your mind to look who who, who the president is. So, um, you know, a lot of people may look at Trump and not think that we can learn from him. But there are certain things that we can learn from the man, unfortunately. But that, but that is whatever you want to do and put your mind to, you can do it. You don't have to be qualified for it, right? There's always a positive and a negative. So that's how I'm looking. That's what I learned from last night. And um, I also kind of learned that it's important, very important for us to vote because there, although we have two potential candidates that... Um, may not really do anything for the African-American community. They might not benefit us in any type of way. But I think the biggest thing on voting is using your voice to say, you're, at least you're not shutting off your voice completely and allowing them to determine who is going to run the country. If you're voting, at least you're putting a say-so and you're like, all right, I'm not cool with what your policies are, but if I had to choose, if you're president, I would choose you. And then using that same mentality to communicate that to other people that you surround yourself with so everyone can have a choice to vote. That's the the biggest thing is we have the choice to vote. Like our ancestors did not have the choice to vote. I've been doing research on just... um. African-Americans that have been successful during the civil rights movement. One of them is Fannie Lou. um, What is her last name? Fannie Lou Hammer. And she was a woman who was dragged out of her house for, for her voter registration. So she used her time as she was living to fight for that sole purpose. So everyone can have the right to vote. So the fact that our ancestors had to go through that, and now we're just using the, this opportunity not to, like, fuck it. I'm not going to vote. What, what's my vote going to do? Well, why did they vote? Why did they fight so hard for us to get this vote? Because they know if we're going to sit here and vote, we have a say so in what happens in some way, shape or form. It doesn't have to be. It's not going to happen overnight. That's what everybody has to understand. But as long as we're doing the legwork for it, like, OK, well, we're learning what's going on. We're using our resources. We're communicating with one another as a black community. We know what we want and the things that we need to make this commu- to make society better for us. So it's not working against us and it's working for us so we can start getting people in office to make the moves that benefits us until we can do that. We, we can do all of that with one thing. And that just means starting by voting. It's literally not killing you to vote. So what did you learn from last night's debate? I just I told you when I before I even went in my whole spiel. I, 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 so I must have missed that part that I heard. the whole. So what spill. I learned, I'll say it again. So what I learned in last night's debate that you could do whatever you put your mind to. Oh, yeah. That, OK. OK. Yeah. But as far as the I mean, everybody's doing which way did this. A lot of people are doing lip service right now because we're going to the we're we're getting closer and closer to the date of election. I get that. But as far as the whole thing, what I've learned, I didn't learn much. Honestly, 
I, I didn't learn much of other than they're giving us a lot of lip service. I don't know if there's going to be a lot of moves made, but I do know if we continue to go Trump's way, there's a potential we can be extinct. All black people could be going fucking around with him. He don't even believe we should be here. So why? So when it when it comes back down to it, why? What can I learn from that whole situation? Mm, they I, were going back and forth and arguing about each other. It wasn't like I, it I wasn't a presidential it, I, debate I, to I, me. No, nah, I mean it was a it was an, an embarrassment. Um, it was just sad all around. Uh, it had moments in there that was funny, but the funny moments was really just on some like, damn, this is really embarrassing. Though. Like he's really a child. Like yeah, like this is really a joke that mm-hmm. we're watching. Um, we wasn't even supposed to get this deep on it, but it's just it just happens that the conversation kind of took it there. But I, I look at it on a level where if you were watching it and you had a candidate in mind. Did yesterday solidify your vote for that candidate? Oh, yeah. For you me. Know, like if mm-hmm. it solidified your vote, like I'm It really didn't make just it going, any better, but it like, was I'm just like okay. this person. Yeah. Or I'm a vote for this person. Yeah, it did for me okay, so for me it didn't make it any better. Like it still made me realize that there's a lot of lip service going on. It's just I really need to I I really need to choose who I feel like would benefit not just me and my family, but generations to come and our community as a whole. Mm, we got to think about it like this, too. I mean, no president is going to end social injustice. Let's just call it what it is. No president is going to end it. I feel like it's bigger than that, than that one person in that one seat. Mm-hmm. Um, It's not just even if that I mean, even if that person attempted to do it and did it really well, I mean, if you're getting that much success and it's really going against the powers that be, they're going to end up killing you. I mean, because it's bigger than that individual. You see what I'm saying? Like, we're yeah. talking about changing an entire system, mm-hmm. an entire, you know, thing that was built for a certain race and a certain class and a certain kind of people. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Like, a lot of times we talk about, like, well, this system ain't for us. It was never built for us. Yeah. But you know our I mean? vote can help change that. It's not going to change it in ten years. It might not even change it in five. We don't know. But the but oh, voting. I, I get where you're. I, makes I'm 100 where where you're at. Voting is at least utilizing something that doesn't cost you anything. It doesn't cost you anything to say I want this person to be my president. Right. So so just yes or no, real quick. What would you say? Are we choosing between the lessers of the two evils? Yes. Okay. Uh, moving mm-hmm. on. So we, this weekend. Woo. <laughs> this week and we have a big recap yeah uh we had mask on boot camp uh i'm gonna be quick with it on my and uh mask on boot camp was something that um i thought of just due, due to all the events leading up with the coronavirus and we gotta wear masks and you know you can't go nowhere without a mask gotta have a mask on outside in the grocery store mm-hmm. so we've decided like man we wanted to do a boot camp and i wanted to do a boot camp with mask on and mm-hmm. you know to promote you know social distancing and promote health and safety you know what i mean and trying to follow cdc guidelines etc and health department guidelines and then we also wanted to do it at night to add another different spin on it you know mm-hmm. what i mean because i always wanted to do a night boot camp and boo put it all together and it was dope it was a dope experience man we had about 60 65 individuals that came out yeah uh, worked out. Uh, it was we, a free event. Free event. Um, we had also had some purpose behind it. So we wanted to make sure people came, had fun um, with their mask on. And like Keem said, just encourage the fact to do your part when it comes to social distancing guidelines. But we also wanted to make sure people left with um, some thoughts on their brain and um, continue these conversations. So, of course, we had um, some local uh, political organizations with in our area and they were able to be there as a resource for people who were interested in voting or if anyone had any questions about voting Um, our main goal wasn't to choose like or to push people to a certain candidate or like um, tell people which party really to vote for it was really just to raise awareness about how important voter registration is and um, some people don't know where to start when it comes to seeing if they're registered or just having that conversation with their friends. So we thought it would be a great idea in a fun environment. It went completely up. Everyone had fun. They want us to do it again. 
So we're um, working on our next one. But other than that, that was uh, that was that was a great highlight of of the weekend. Yeah, I, I loved it. Hey, for y'all to sit here and listen to us for 24 minutes about our recap. That was dope. <laughs> now, for let's real. get into it. But now, after all of that. Yes. We're going to talk about fundamentals mm-hmm. uh, and just fundamentals in general. Uh, first, ask yourself this question. What are the fundamental things or fundamentals that you live your life by? What what fundamentals do you abide by every day? So fundamentals are principles, you mm-hmm. know, the vital things that, you know, you need to do to um accomplish a thing or to like be pre- successful at something or to what you just want to say like a prerequisite. a prerequisite yep right in every aspect of life we have a fundamental mm-hmm. to something mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying and uh i feel like fundamentals is also something you can always lean back on so it's like i mean it always started, gonna come back down to fundamentals yeah like what, right? or what, what did you start with your fi- you know your what fundamentals mean? is your foundation your right? foundation yep you know what i'm yeah, saying that's perfect and way to explain like, it with the fundamental thing, so for so getting into it with fitness, um, strength training is one of the biggest things um, that is neglected. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of the biggest things that is you know not done correctly. Uh, it's also one of the biggest things that uh, people overlook when it comes to having good health. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. Okay. So. What I want to get to is the fundamentals of strength training, okay, is resistance. Mm. Okay, mm-hmm. understand what I just said. The fundamentals of strength training is resistance. Resistance is required to build strength. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. As you continually increase resistance or put a muscle under tension mm-hmm. with resistance, okay, your muscle responds by breaking down and then rebuilding through recovery mm-hmm. to come back stronger. Mm-hmm. This is the fundamentals of building strength, mm-hmm. okay? Here's the thing. How do you strength train properly? Well, first and foremost, talk that shit, boo. It is this. It's about what do you have? Okay. First and foremost, each and every one of us has our body. Mm-hmm. Your body weight can be used as resistance. Yeah. Okay. As you're working out or starting off a fitness journey, it is very important that you use your body weight first. Before adding any resistance Mm. by utilizing your body weight, what happens is, is that you allow your body to get acclimated to physical activity again. Okay. So you can add resistance by just walking. Mm hmm. Right. And then let's say walking is becoming easy. Start walking up hills Mm. and incline to it. Yeah. You'll feel the difference in resistance because now you have you're fighting against gravity. Mm-hmm. You're fighting against the the resistance of just going uphill. Yeah. So that incline as you walk makes you use more power mm-hmm. to get up the hill, which is more resistance, which helps more with leg strength and butt strength and mm-hmm. core strength. So by adding a heel increases resistance. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? With your body weight, by If you're doing a squat, right, and you're like, well, the squats are getting too easy. Okay, cool. Add resistance by keeping the muscle under tension longer, meaning hold it a little longer. Like pause reps. Slow your tempo down. Mm -hmm. So the speed in which you're which you're moving up and down. You could break the exercise down. Like instead of going straight down to a squat, you could do it in like two, three levels. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So it's all about, so it's all about resistance. And and then the second part is, is time under tension. Mm -hmm. How much time is the muscle under tension? So Mm -hmm. what does that mean? If I am doing a bicep curl, and if you can visually do this with me, imagine your, your palm Okay, and you're holding a weight in your hand and you're curling your arm. Okay, the time under tension is once I start, as I'm bringing that weight 
or resistant band back down, that all contributes to the time under tension. Okay. Until my muscle goes back to a full rest. All right. And then as I'm coming back up, all of that contributes. So there's eccentric motion. Okay. And eccentric motion. So there's two different types of motions. Um, I don't want to go too in deep where it's like, Oh, Kim, you lost me. All right. But understand time under tension is just the amount of time that your body is holding or fighting against resistance. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. We good with strength training. Mm-hmm. We still, you with me? Yep. Now, why is resistance a fundamental of it? Because you can't get stronger without it. Mm. So, drop. What other methods of strength training are there? You have weights. Mm-hmm. You have resistant bands. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you have medicine balls. Okay. Children. We've had clients you have, use children. You have your children. Book bags, you could use watermelons. Book bags. You could use uh, laundry detergent. You mm-hmm. could honestly, you could use virtually anything to act as resistance. Mm-hmm. But obviously, if you know, if you're in the gym, any any weights, machines, all of that is adding resistance. Mm-hmm. Now, free weights are better than machines. Mm. All right. Free weights are better than machines. Why? Because you get full range of, of motion. motion. Yep. Machine is designed to keep you in one particular place. Okay. It's only designed to keep you moving on one particular way. The body's not necessarily designed like that. Mm. Okay. Our bodies allow for range. Mm. Okay. And the way we get stronger is by making sure we're getting full range of motion. Mm. Okay. And, and that's the thing when using free weights versus machines. Now machines become convenient because a lot of people don't know how to use free weights. You don't know a lot of exercise to do with a dumbbell or with bars, you know what I'm saying? Or with kettlebells. However, it's really not that complex. Most of the exercises that you know can be done with, you know, a bar or dumbbells or kettlebells. You see what I'm saying? Anything that everything that a machine does, you pretty much can do with resistance with weight. If this makes sense. You want to chime in? Um, no, I think you you're pretty much saying a lot. The only other thing I was gonna say about fundamentals is form. How important oh, form is. I was gonna is. go there. Yeah. I, was, I was next. And, uh, another uh, uh but you could you wanna elaborate on that? Um, I'm just going to keep uh, form brief and you can go more into detail, scientific deep detail, because you normally know all of the big words. But um, when it comes to form, it's just very important for you to be in proper form. Um, one, so you don't hurt yourself. And two, so you don't overwork any of the muscles that you're doing. Like if you're doing the exercise wrong and you continuously do it wrong, you can actually hurt yourself in the long run and you may or may not be able to ever do that exercise again. So it's important that you know or um, have some type of trainer or resource or whatever you do your research on to get um, proper form because it can affect your weight loss, weight gain, or maintain journey. And um, you don't want to be on the other end where you can't do these things anymore just because your form was incorrect. And I mean, Boo said it, bad form leads to injury. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, what is the use of, you know, doing something if you're doing it wrong? Yeah. You know what I mean? You're basically, that's counterproductive. So, you know, fellas, let me talk to y'all for a minute. We got egos. I know. We got pride. I know. (laughs) You know, we want to feel like we could do it all. And I get it. But let me explain something to you guys. For all the fellas that ain't currently in the gym, mm-hmm. you're not currently working out like that. Let me explain something to you. Don't go to the gym with no pride and no ego trying to lift with somebody else lift that really be going to that joint. Don't do that. You're going to hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with starting slow. There's yep. nothing wrong with telling somebody, nah, take them goddamn 45s off the bar and put the 25s on. There ain't nothing wrong with that. So what if somebody talks shit? At the end of the day, man, you ain't trying to hurt yourself mm-hmm. and you ain't trying to prove nothing to nobody but yourself at the end of the day man you worry about you and you stay in your lane i done seen too many people that's trying to build muscle fuck themselves up mess up a shoulder a knee a wrist because they trying to prove something Mm -hmm. to somebody that they don't have no business proving nothing to so don't go into something just lifting more than you can because the next base fundamental of strength training is 
lifting a comfortable weight mm. that is comfortable for you to at least get 10 good reps with good range of motion. Okay. The, the next fundamental of strength training is always have a spotter. I can't stress that one enough. Have a spotter. Mm -hmm. Listen, you're not going to be able to build the strength you want without a spotter because it takes compounding weight and progressively adding weight to be able to build strength. Mm -hmm. So if you're only lifting 10s, you're going eventually going to have to go to the 15s. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to have to go to the 20s, the 30s, the How 40s. How often would you say somebody should change their weight? Um, it, it, for... it would depend on the person. But I would say it really depends on first look at what rep range you are at with the lighter weight. Mm -hmm. So let's say, for example, um, if I'm talking to the fellas and the, one of the fellas is like, all right, I could do 45s, mm -hmm. right? And he knocked 45s out for like 15. I'm instantly, as a trainer, if you knock them out for 15 reps and they look good, yeah. you know, anywhere you 10 to 15, weight. I'm going to up you probably, I'm going to probably up you 10 pounds, 10 yeah. to 15 pounds. The reason I don't really go 20, 20 pounds is really a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't know that. Like 20 pounds is a lot of weight. And I always use this analogy. This is how you know 20 pounds is a lot of weight. Lose 20 pounds and see what you feel like. Mm -hmm. You know, you feel a lot lighter. Yeah. You know what I mean? 20 pounds is a lot. So I'd usually take you up by 10. So I'd probably get that person to 55, see what he look like. If you're still knocking out 10 pretty decent, uh, I'm probably take you up another 10 and yeah. see what that look like. And that might take you down to like six yeah, like or you, eight. Yeah, but if yeah. you're getting a good six to eight, then you're working with what we call hypertrophy. Yeah. Okay. Um, and if you're... If you're around that six to eight rep range, okay, then now you're in that, you know, strength building. Mus muscle building. Muscle building. Okay. Strength building is around the two to four rep range. Okay. I you got see you. what I'm saying? Okay. So you. we got strength building. Yeah. Then we got muscle building. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And, 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 and like then there's that happy medium. Mm -hmm. And then you got endurance. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So. With strength training, I like to hit all of them as a trainer. Mm -hmm. um, I like to hit all of them for myself. I like to hit all of them for, you know, our clients. Mm -hmm. uh, because at the end of the day, you need them all. Yeah. You need muscle endurance and you need muscle strength. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Uh, but back to the spotter. What the spotter's job is, the do not get a spotter that is looking at their phone Worried about other shit. Or they when can't even do it right. Lift. Or even if they can't properly spot. Yeah, if they can't properly they're, spot or if their form is fucked up, like don't go to somebody like that. Like, you know? I, I, I wouldn't I, I agree. I agree, but I'm not gonna go that far to like I wouldn't trust you enough. I just think that your spotter needs to be alert and mm -hmm. focused. Yeah. Because that's your safety mechanism. If I don't you like can't, spotting people. If you can't get this weight up, mm -hmm. it is on me as your spotter yeah. to help you get this up exactly. safely. Yeah, I don't like you see spotting. what I'm saying? <laughs> so you gotta be smart which when you're spotting. Mm -hmm. But you also gotta be focused. Mm -hmm. So if you're ever lifting with a person and they're not spotting you, mm -hmm. you need to not even do that lift. Yeah. Because if all hells break loose, you need to be able to trust that this individual is going to help you get this weight up. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because you do need that spotter. You may not need them for reps one, two, three, and four, and five, but come six, seven, and eight, you might need them. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that because sometimes, you know, throughout later in the set, you want to take your muscle to failure, which basically means taking your muscles, you know, to the level where they don't got no more mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying using all the energy that your muscles have this is what taking your muscles to failure is and if you want to do that you can only do that effectively with a spotter mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying uh strength training got a lot with it yeah <laughs> as y'all can see i hope y'all still with me i know i'm talking a lot the uh, only but other i'm trying thing... to keep it i'm trying to keep it as basic as possible because you know obviously through audio it's a little bit differently them with a video you know what i mean the only other thing i did want to uh touch based on is the belts that people uh wear because we never wear belts oh, and yeah, people always bullshit. people be asking us like oh you don't you're lifting all this weight and you don't have no belt but um 
Kim has never taught any of his clients to wear a belt or to to even depend on a belt, let alone machine. So it don't matter the amount of weight. Listen, let me explain something to y'all. All right. Like explain to them your theory behind like the whole belt situation. I lost, I lost weight now, but I, I mean, I, I said like this. I'm usually walking around about 180, 185 pounds. Um, just usually that's where I'm comfortable at. That's where I feel good. I'm, I feel real good there. I'm fast. I'm quick. I'm strong at that weight walking and I'm good. Right. So check this out. I, I know y'all have been to the gym and y'all seen people wear these weight belts you know, around when they're the lifting, and then when they're lifting. And like, it's like a big belt and it looks like this protecting their back. their back. Yeah. Right? Let me explain something. Those are not needed to mm-hmm. lift heavy weight. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are using one and you're using it because lifting heavy weights hurts your back, it's because your form is wrong. Mm-hmm. And or the weight is too heavy. Mm-hmm. So watch this. I can tell you from not only experience, mm. but I can tell you from just by living this and doing this mm-hmm. that you don't need one. Yeah. I have I have lifted. Okay, because most of the time you'll see them doing deadlifts and squats when people are doing them. Some people will wear them on bent over rows too. Yeah. You know, but that just t- anything tell you, with lower back. But it's gonna tell you that you have a weak core. Yeah. Deadlift a deadlift exercise has a lot to do with your core. Mm-hmm. If your core is weak, then that affects the amount of weight that you could do with your deadlift. Yeah. I have lifted upwards to 450 pounds and never wore a belt ever. Mm-hmm. My back never hurt after that. Mm-hmm. All right, random soreness from just lifting. Yeah. But I've never messed my back up mm-hmm. and I've lifted 450 pounds on the bar. And I think me, I think I might have maxed out at 240 maybe before. The last, last time I, we lifted heavy was probably in the beginning of the year before um, the virus and everything happened. So I yeah, want to say I was like... was like 475 max, well, I think. I'm thinking dead, dead lift was like 240. I'm no, I was pretty n- normally even. Like I, was I never able to got squat. 500. I was able to squat and deadlift around the same range. It might have been 10 to 15 pounds off, but I was pretty pretty even and i never used a belt ever i don't even know what a belt feels like and and, and the thing is you're 135 mm-hmm. and you're lifting 240 pounds deadlifting 100 110 10 115 more pounds more than your body weight mm-hmm. and you're bringing it up in perfect form and you yeah. don't have back problems yeah i'm never you're walking around fucked up now granted and- your lower back it you're going to feel it obviously because that's the muscle that you're working but it's never if it's ever a piercing pain then i mean your form was Fucked up the whole time you or were doing or, or it. Or it's too heavy. Yeah, or it's too heavy. Exactly. Or so it's too it, heavy. And it's like, okay for it. To, you could build your weight up if you want to lift heavy weights. Shit, lifting heavy weights is sexy as hell. Let me tell you to something. To me. So, if you're doing I get that it. bad, though, if you're doing that shit in wrong form, which a lot of people are, and literally you're doing any exercise in wrong form and you're. And you got all this weight on you, mm-hmm. you are an accident waiting to happen. Facts, bro. Okay, you're an injury mm-hmm. away because you're doing shit wrong. Yeah. I don't wear knee braces. Nope. We've had people with knee pains that we've taken their knee pain away. Mm-hmm. Okay, from proper form and proper rehab yep. and proper knee strength training. Uh, because sometimes and, and, all it is is extra weight on their knee. So once they lose that and you're building the knee up in the same process, then it'll all even out and it'll all work in that favor. And and that's the thing that we got to understand is that, man, always, always be in good form, man. You do not need no belt. You don't need no knee brace. You don't need no ankle things. If you obviously now, if you had an injury or a trauma of some sort that contributed to that that's different but i'm talking to those folks who just be in the gym wearing belts around their damn backs and shit just to lift shit up Mm -hmm. if you gotta do that to lift some shit up you shouldn't be lifting that Mm -hmm. damn shit just think about it i agree if you if you gotta really do all that just to lift some shit Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be lifting facts like you need to figure you need to get your shit together first get your back right strengthen your core first before you go doing all that some other things you need to be working on to lead up to that there you go instead of just hopping straight into it understand what with strength training we can't just think that we could just do this lift. Mm-hmm. There's just this one lift you got to do. Now, there's a whole lot of other things that you got to do. Yeah. I understand that you want to bench press 
a certain amount. Mm-hmm. Understand you want to squat a certain amount and row a certain amount. You know what I'm saying? Here's the thing, though. Even in a row, your core is activated. Yeah. Even in the squat, you know, your abs get activated. Even when you're e- standing, you can activate your core. Yes. Like it's just I mean, a matter of what you're thinking about. Are you thinking about doing it? Or are you just and letting point, it all So hang? the point, as y'all can see, where the next fundamental of strength training is, is, is your core strength. Mm-hmm. Focus on your core. Yeah. Okay. Do not negate or forget about your core because the stronger your core get the stronger every lift gets it's trust true. me it's true. the stronger your core everything get, every from your single core. lift will get stronger mm-hmm. after that i promise you that listen my, my biggest goal is to always stay in the 225 club i say i want to be able to lift 225 on every lift that's row that's pushing that's squatting that's dead lifting okay Yes, bench press, all that. Uh, overhead press, I don't really need to do that. I just want to overhead press my body weight, and I'm pretty good. I'm really not trying to be out here overhead pressing 225. That's ridiculous. <laughs> like, I'm not even doing that. No, I can't do it. I'm not about to sit here and perk Oh, this makes y'all. me want to look at my old, um, old videos. Old you know what I mean? Videos. I haven't. I, I, overhead pressing, though, yeah, that's that's a different beast. If you 225 club on all those lifts, even overhead pressing, yeah, you're a gorilla. I, I don't need to be that. I'm not out here I'm trying to push Hondas. You know what I mean? Group. I'm cool. I'm just training. You know what I mean? I want to look good, feel good. But, uh, you know, those are the fundamentals of strength training, y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so definitely, man, we got to add strength training uh, into every regime that we do. Yes. Uh, it's a fundamental. It's I important. wouldn't have been able to. I know that I ha- this was a long segment, uh, but... I would have I would have been wrong if I did not, you know, give it to y'all like this. Mm-hmm. The real shit. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, let me answer a question uh, from a viewer a question that came through and said, can you still strength train and drink? Mm. You could. It's just going to take you a little bit longer to develop strength mm-hmm. because the final principle that I didn't say, which is now. It's patience. Mm. It take time. Yeah. You're not going, you're not building. Don't think that just because you lifted today that you're going to be stronger tomorrow. That's yeah. not, that's not how that works. Yep. You see what I'm saying? It take time. You got to go through the process. You got to be consistent. The, you got to put the work in. You got to mm-hmm. eat right. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? You got to rest. Feed those mentals. Exactly. Um, there's you there's a rest. lot of things feed because rest is another fundamental principle mm-hmm. of strength training. Yep. You got to rest because your body gets stronger when? At rest. At rest. Yeah. Your body not getting stronger when it's working all the time. Yeah. It gotta recover, it gotta rebuild, and it gotta come back stronger. Okay. Um fundamentals of strength training. But uh there's fundamentals in everything. Yeah. You know? There is. Let's talk about marriage. Anniversary's coming up. Yes, our anniversary is on Sunday. We like what, four days away three days away? Yeah. Three days in the wake up. Yep. Three days in the wake up. A whole whole yeah. year. We ain't kill each other. Three days in the wake up. We got through <laughs> one year of marriage mm-hmm. uh, we'll just in quarantine. Yep. One year mm-hmm. of marriage through a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let me tell y'all something, man. It's been amazing. Uh, you know, just the fundamentals, things that I learned about marriage uh, versus the differences between being a uh, boyfriend and girlfriend, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and fiance. You know, there's definitely fundamental things in marriage that you have to do to be yes. able to have a solid one. I We're agree. not marriage gurus. I can no. only tell you about my marriage. <laughs> and, you know, let's and just you can take it or leave it. Like we just and, explain and in our I'm experience. Not, and I'm not about to say that you could take this information and use it on your marriage and it's going to work. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you that these fundamental principles are the things that we've found for us to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the first thing that I'll start with is. Is and it's and I'm not even gonna go with the uh one that everybody probably might go with first, uh. But I'm gonna go with this. A fundamental principle for our marriage has been time. Mm. Uh, spending time, you know, with Tori, has been a fundamental because I'm getting to know her every day. Mm. Uh, Tori is, you know, a wonderful woman. Uh, she's growing. Aww. Uh, but. You know, not I'm not even, you know, I'm always going to hyper, but this isn't an exaggerative thing. It's really real. Um, But every wonderful woman continues to grow. Mm -hmm. Um, And in that growth, you better grow with them and Mm -hmm. you better learn that growth because (laughs) you will get left behind Mm -hmm. if you don't. You know what I mean? And there is a such thing as growing apart. And I, I believe that spending time 
and being intentional in the time that you spend to get to know the individual has been a fundamental principle for sure. I agree. I would say you don't even know what to say. Got I you don't, all googly googly. Yeah, Look at you. Um, I would say one of the biggest things that I've learned is when we're on one accord, when we're on, when we're on the same page, it life is just so much smoother. And I think because you so know communication. Um, is that yeah, what you was say? yeah, I mean, because yeah, that's the only is, thing that's gonna put us on one accord. That's true. Is the communication because it's sometimes like you know we both handle situations different. You know, there's always gonna be um, in a relationship one person who is, uh, you know, normally the one who's planning stuff or doing X, Y, and Z, and you know we've both been able to play each other's roles, and it's been a beautiful thing to witness just to be able to understand where we're where each other is coming from, you know, and um, we don't have it under wraps completely, but I feel like I love the path that we're on and the direction we're going because I I see what it does to us when you and I are on the same page where we're communicating with one another and not um, holding back or not, not spending time with each other. Like, you know, if there's an issue, we bring it to one another. So mm-hmm. being able to work through that, I think, has been amazing this past year another fundamental and this is one that nobody has ever told us is something that i have learned throughout this process um you know of just being married now for i mean i i can say a year now you know what i mean Mm -hmm. uh is learning how to respond in all the events or all the situations that you're in Mm. Um, being able to respond when you're going through conflict, mm-hmm. being able to respond the right way, you know, when things are good, mm-hmm. being able to respond the right way when you sad, being yeah. able to respond the right way when you frustrated, you gotta be able being to able adjust. to respond, you know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, a lot of us talk about the conflicts of marriage. Mm-hmm. A lot of us talk about the things that go wrong with marriage. Yeah. But what we don't talk about is how do you respond in those moments? Yeah. How do you respond to those events? Mm-hmm. How do you respond to them situations? Because they're going to happen. Because they're coming. Yeah. And if you are in a relationship and you are engaged, mm-hmm. let me explain. Conflict is on the horizon. Yeah. Okay. Uh. There is going to and notice I did not say arguments Mm -hmm. because an argument is a choice. You can choose to argue about the conflict Mm -hmm. or you could choose to talk about the conflict to resolve it. So that's why I like to say one of the fundamental things is is understanding, you know, the response necessary you know, that you need to to have a good marriage and have a good life. Uh, you got something? Yeah. No, go ahead. Um, I was also going to say, and this is kind of similar, I feel like, to what I said and a little piggybacking off of what you said, but it's very much us versus them. And when I say that, I mean, like, teamwork, meaning, like, your spouse or whatever is, well, no, not even whatever, because we're talking about marriage. So your spouse is not your enemy. Like, whenever there are issues arising, like, the whole the the ultimate goal is to find the solution not to argue about it like you need to just obviously there is a misunderstanding between the two of you so as long as you understand like you know right now where we might be working against each other because we don't understand why the other person is saying what they're saying or we don't agree with the other person is saying but if we use that same energy to be like yo let's just find a solution for this like let's figure let's work together to find a solution we understand that we don't have the same viewpoints but we can at least come to some type of like happy medium and I, and and having that that safe space to do that and it's something that we continuously are working on like it, it's something Something that it doesn't come natural like you have to intentionally think about it like yo I don't even sit here and I don't even need to sit here and prove my point or argue with you down until I'm blue in the face so you can understand how about we just come to a solution or a resolution that we both can agree to disagree or agree and move on from it so um, that's important to and and I feel like it's really a fundamental because you need something to fall back on whenever shit gets crazy because shit is going to get crazy things are going to come up there's there's going to be things that you're not equipped for or that you don't even think that you are capable of handling and uh, and hold up right there because this is what i'm gonna say 
another fundamental thing, and this might be really the most important. And I'm and I'm curious for all the married uh, couples out there to see what y'all think about what I'm about to say. But one of the biggest fundamentals that I've learned for this marriage that I'm in, you know. I was going to say, was you in another marriage? No, or something? I'm like, I don't like, even know why black? I said this I'm marriage. Like, this marriage. Like, I didn't want, I ain't, I ain't want to like sound like no, I was the, like I was the marriage like counselor or shit. Like I didn't want to sound like that. For so I didn't know how to marriage. do it. But yeah, like for, <laughs> but, I about to throw this basically here it is. She, she, she fucked me up. Crazy as hell. Uh, okay. Is, this is the biggest thing to me. Have and develop a culture for your marriage mm-hmm. meaning have a standard yeah okay mm-hmm. yep. have a set of rules yep and we that, we, that you we are bad bad but yep. watch this have a plan we got ours of how you get there what yep. is the standard of your marriage right yeah. what is that what does the culture of your marriage look like mm-hmm. what does it sound like what does it feel like mm-hmm. what does your culture of your relationship mm-hmm. right tell you um, to do how does it tell you to behave because yep. that's what your culture gonna do yeah right what is the culture of the roof of the house mm-hmm. that you're in that to me is one of the biggest fundamentals because guess what what your culture is is how you will respond mm-hmm. in these moments watch this what your culture is is watch this how you will communicate facts you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so your culture determines almost every other fundamental mm-hmm. and how you treat every other fundamental or every other thing yep. that is within your marriage yeah, I agree. because how do you approach it mm-hmm. is how is all dependent upon the culture that you have set mm-hmm. right so everything that we've been doing you know not in the boast of us you know but People's like, oh man, y'all do things so good. It's always excellent. We have a culture of excellence yeah, in this we house. We have a standard. Everything like, that we do is excellent. Yeah, period. If it's not going to be excellent, we're we not going to it. do it. We're not yeah. going to release it. Yeah. We don't. We don't want to release good. Mm-hmm. Right. That we need to separate ourselves. So we're always thinking, how could we be excellent? Mm-hmm. Where could we bring get more excellence at? Yeah. And in a excellent style of culture. That culture is encompassed over one umbrella, which is basically just get better. Yep. Every single day. I mm-hmm. yes. Keem, you could be a good husband today, September 30th. But, but I need first, you to be a better husband on October 30th. Facts. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, 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 this is the culture that that we have that I found to work. Mm-hmm. Um and and it. It, it's fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's fun developing. Put, yeah. It's fun growing. It's fun working to, to you know, fine tune and oil up yourself. Mm-hmm. There's the, that, that's fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and and you need these type of principles. Yeah. Because there ain't too many people that live by principles. And we got to go fundamentals part two. This yeah. is long. Look, we we got to go fundamentals got part two. two we got to go fundamentals part two, dog. They got to get that. That might got to be next season, though. Yeah. Might, might put it in next season. That's next true. season's like part that. two. We could go through all the part two. Part be like, next season, right, dog. Y'all gotta catch like it next that. season. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. we coming with that fire hour in. Yeah. <laughs> like, right, we're gonna wrap this up. We but real wrap quick, because this, this is on my mind. Go um, ahead, boo. One last thing before we close out. Please, please, what I'm realizing now as um, you know, a young wife is that my husband is designed to bring up all of the things that I need to work on. Like we've been put in this position to make each other great. We're, we've been put in this position to piggyback off of each other to create the greatness that God has for us. So with that being said, remember that your spouse is there to just develop you. Your spouse is there to make you better and to continue making you better. And when you look at things that way, instead of your spouse being a, um, like a pest or nagging or whatever the case, if you kind of change your, your perspective, then um, that is a good fundamental to have in your back pocket because now you're not against me. I'm not against you. We're on the same team. Um, but other than that, I don't have much of anything else to say. Hey, here's the thing, man. I want y'all to do me a favor, man. I want you to ask yourself, what fundamental principles do I live by? Mm-hmm. Um, what fundamental principles do I love my uh, girlfriend or boyfriend or her fiance, husband or wife by? You know, what fundamental principles do I parent on? Mm-hmm. Uh, what fundamental principles do I do I use for money? Uh, yeah. Do I follow the fundamental principles 
of money to be successful yeah or am i not yeah. uh, or which ones do i follow and which ones do i struggle with mm-hmm. uh the fundamental things and everything i want you to think about uh and really dive in like take time you know and i know it's hard but take some time and just think about the things in your life mm-hmm. you know about the fundamental things that you do well mm-hmm. and the fundamental things you do wrong because watch this if there is an issue in one aspect of our life, I guarantee you it's because we're lacking the fundamental. Mm-hmm. It's because we're lacking doing the if you're proper dis- things or the right things yeah. that it takes to get you to have that area good or have that area great. For example, if you're distracted, what's distracting you? What is something that you could take away or that you can replace so you're no longer distracted? Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So. Um, so you know, there's fundamentals to everything. Um, so don't overlook the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know. Try to always have them. Yeah. And don't, don't, don't try to, you know, master everyone so fast. Sometimes mm-hmm. it takes time. Yeah. And, and, and experience. Just, and just, and just go through it, mm-hmm. you know, and don't rush it. Embrace it. But work at it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Work at it. And, and be intentional. And be intentional about it, man. You know, like we said, man, there's fundamentals to everything. If you ever need anything. Uh, don't call us. us. <laughs> don't you call us? <laughs> Look, shoot he us was about email. to do the absolute most. Y'all had to shoot shut us that down email. right now. <laughs> uh, and we'll definitely look out for you, man. But uh, hey, thank you for listening. Yes, we want to yes. say, man, we'll see you next week. Uh, you know, and look, when we come back next week, man, it's going to be a year in. Yeah, when so y'all we got hear some us, dope so we'll episodes for in. y'all. We got a dope episode coming. Some anniversary love. Some live time. Yeah. A lot of different things coming up. Uh, we looked at the schedule. We got a lot of great episodes coming. A lot more good content for you to indulge in. Uh, and hey, y'all take it easy the rest of the day. Have a great, wonderful evening, a wonderful morning. Whenever you listen to this, take it easy. See you guys. Thanks for listening.